Hello everyone. This is V, aka Vernon English, and this is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. If you do hear some inanimate objects, which may or may not be, you know, cars and things like this, yo, uh, let me just give you some uh, history here that I actually started my podcast on the street. Uh, understandably so. Now, this is back in like 2020, obviously at the height of COVID, and um, I figured, you know, I had some extra time on my hands as an artist. And I was like, yo, mm, mm-hmm, no excuses. <laughs> if I could do it, uh, many other people can. And so that's just one uh, on the street podcasting idea that I had. And coming up with something, you know, to fruition is a thing that I tell my peers to do. It, it really only takes, obviously, you know, five minutes to do something creative. 10 minutes to really think about that creative thing you know and brush your teeth at the same time (laughs) but yes you can hit the subscribe button let someone know about it and uh this is an interesting podcast i have a lot to say just briefly and humbly uh, i might add uh, i'm in la or in santa monica you feel me like is over here at this place called the office shouts out to them shouts out to coffee shops who allow my rambunctious weed smoking self in there <laughs> to purchase whatever it is that I need I appreciate them always and there's a thing you know like where people talk about LA and I understand it because they are like visiting and I often find that more visitors have things to say than the regular denizens that are here and the denizens have many many different you know, jobs and stuff that they love about LA. And I, I love to ask them, you know, like, hey, what do you love about this place? And I like, I love asking the, the locals, you know, what do they love about uh, this wonderful place? And it's not me, you know, a pun on words, uh, brown nosing. I, I actually chose LA because I love this place so much. And, you know, comparatively from where I'm from, it's like night and day. <laughs> pun so many puns i'm dropping right now but i i genuinely love this environment i love the diversity of it when you come from a city and when i do my eventually you know ted talks i'm just going to talk about you know art and business but comparatively so you you love the city environment because you don't have the same things that you usually would have where you come from now me being from you know a small chicago place Uh, you come to los angeles and it's so much culture so much difference and diversity that you immediately you know are aware that you're in someplace different um the palm trees the architecture the music uh the way people dress i I saw this clip earlier today where they are talking about (laughs) he was really upset and it was in a podcast and it was a clip and he was saying, like, yo, well, everybody dresses different, yo. Like, everybody's just the same, and everybody's just, oh, my God, I'm tired of it. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, now, I'm 30-something, and I'm born in the 80s. And so I'm looking at culture from a very biased standpoint. And, you know, from someone who is older than me, obviously, they're entitled to their opinion. Now, if you work at a place, (laughs) obviously, if they have, you know, a dress code and if you're a surgeon, uh, a specialist or a resident, then obviously you have scrubs. (laughs) 
specialize for yourself. But if you are, you know, swagging or going to the gym or, you know, specializing in something in uh, your work, you kind of, I, I, I just can't say that everyone looks the same. It's impossible. Everyone has their own style. Everyone has their unique MO, you know, into how they verse themselves, how they design themselves, and how they present themselves to others. You don't necessarily see the same things, nor do I ever, 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 ever expect the same response from someone if they are speaking to me. I learned that at a young age, and I definitely learned that on the street, that if you expect something, if you are anticipating something, or even if your presupposition is like, oh, and that's how you open your conversation, you could undoubtedly, you know, be uh, mistaken because that person could know everything that you're talking about. It could be like totally the opposite of what you anticipate. And I love that, you know, the, the, the elderly or the lady you help across the street, you know what I'm saying, could have, you know, this life-changing moment, Paolo Calo type essence, and you could never even understand it. Uh, and you think about it in retrospect. And those are the moments that I, you know, revere. Uh, anything, going to the, the market or any of these things that usually if you're in a, a rural area, you, you would not see. You would catch someone, maybe, <laughs> happenstance, you know. And, and those are just one qualities that uh, I love of Los Angeles. Not only that, uh, the, the culture behind it, the history behind it you know, this, this engine and machine that we've built of this multimedia culture now, you know, like Netflix is chill, is from this place. <laughs> like, if you think about it, like, their offices are obviously across this whole entire country, but essentially there's based uh, somewhere in this valleys and, and somewhere uh, a creative mind put the app together so that we could, you know, culturally... Uh, advance and uh, become more adapted to watching more television for what binging 13 episodes and uh, watching a full season uh, on a weekend and spending that the, the cultural bias has changed so these are just brief observations and things I had to get off my chest uh, I always love you know that aspect so as I reiterate, you know the reasoning as I love you know, Los Angeles and many other different things that, you know, encompass a city, um, it really is intrinsically something that is tied into how I create um, as a creator and as a writer and reflective of one choosing their own environment and, you know, understanding how a symbiotic uh, relationship or even any type of, you know, ecosystem and something that you would not even have to go over and overthink it into you know synapses or think of it in like a hypothetical uh, scientific term you can literally look at it as you know a trial and error for what works for another artist and then what works for another it may not necessarily be the same thing off a template but you still have to like you know collaboratively uh, go through these reasonings for yourself and, and that's one of the reasons why i love uh this city uh, so many different creatives, many people just stop here creatively um, in their world travels um, just to drop some whatever it is, even if it's just a, a cool rhyme or some music or whatever it is as far as a design. Now, 
I won't go into what I see, you know, in the future of this shed, shedding in city. Um, I'll just let uh, my peers do it for themselves. And I think that's the best way that I love uh, how creatives uh, influence one another. It's not just <laughs> some, you know, competition and everybody sitting in a room and trying to outdo one another. Uh, it's more or less how can one advance and how does one understand adaptation? And if we, and this goes into that philosophical conversation I had in my podcast earlier, of what is a healthy society. I mean, truly, is a hypothetical question, but I don't think people ask themselves that enough on a daily basis versus this uh, action through, um, it's not my problem, uh, pseudo-philosophical, whatever it is that we meander and go through throughout life. It's really funny and interesting to see. <laughs> Yo, if anybody is complaining about the cars in the background, you have to understand how much I had loved this in the past and how much it, like, influenced. Like, anybody who, you know, I, I think I got to do a street podcast or something like this and, like, pull up on somebody in, like, a random ass, like, or they pull up on me and then we just, like, pull up a mic or something like this. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, not even recorded or anything like this, like, video casting, but just, like, you know what I said, just do it for audio and then, like, have, like, one of those conversations and it not be a phone conversation because it might be in front of someone. But anyway, um, so, yeah, that's one of the main reasoning as to why uh, I love creating and why I love Los Angeles in itself. It's nothing contrived, and I speak of this quite humbly. Uh, because, you know, any person who's a prom king, queen can come here to Los Angeles and make something of themselves. But I, I find that that's not generally the case when you think of uh, how beautiful and how extensive world history is. And then not only that, but, you know, this 300 years of this set cultural, uh, I call it the cultural experiment or melting pot. And then you have all these things of what one wants to create. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> what can I cook up today that, you know what I'm saying, the all hasn't done so themselves vicariously throughout history? And what entices them? Um, obviously, there's a sense of mystery or there's a sense of air or discovery. But what else, you know, draws this sense of uh, self you know, beyond a philosophical statement or beyond something uh, one tangibly can touch it, it has to be something else that um, I was going towards the sensibility of understanding and self-awareness is beyond once again something what one considers semantics um, many people go off to many different environments and they complicate their language but essentially you know the meat of what it is that they're drawing at the the aim or the, the point of it, you know, a hypothesis method, you know, they, they have an outline as to what they want as the message to, as the reader, uh, we develop. And for me, uh, it's the constant development, um, that constant state of wonderment and going through and rehashing these things is what makes it so special. And for me, I, I was really going through this book in my fifth book. And, and I was telling people, I'm like, yo, this is going to be really special. And, and I'm developing these characters. And so based off of the conversation that I had, 
with you just now I was developing you know these characters and obviously you know in my world of you know people forgetting their memories there are many different characters doing many different things um, I was going through and thinking of you know how I could meander certain characters together and then have them interact but then too uh, before they even show up you know what I'm saying on a scene or whatever I wanted them to at least have a reasoning or lack thereof and I, I find either them having the reasoning or lack thereof as both equally as uh, important because existentially um, I'm having you know all of these characters at different uh, verses or different uh, degrees of forgetfulness and so uh, just having them have this public discourse or conversation of pendulums, as I talked on the last podcast, was to say, uh, if one does something to someone, would they intrinsically do it to the person that they had done it before? And, and if that's, you know, the reasoning and how things go, how can one break the mold? <laughs> so, in, in ideally, you know, these intelligent beings... Uh, have this conversation all from different and diverse backgrounds and obviously looking visibly different and having a, a background conversation um, in uh, one what considers like this night type of environment and one could consider it like a club or something like this but I tie it into this other character is looking for his missing heart piece and then I have others who are doing you know many other different things in the background but Right now, I'm really concentrating on this conversation and understanding uh, where they're coming from and understanding a plight, uh, one's reasoning for living. Uh, it's not so Paolo Calo uh, aspect of, you know, the alchemist and having a reasoning for living or even explaining it philosophically like Kant or uh, what's the other guy? Uh, I'm trying to think of philosophers and stuff like this, but neither here nor there. The, the questioning is left in an open-ended fashion. I wanted the characters to be colorful enough to have diverse backgrounds but have these etches and scars already on them so that if you look you know into it from an earlier version or my first books you can easily see you know what influenced or even the earlier podcast but for me I wanted to create them and have these little niches about them uh, I'm going to go into, you know, just some influence and, and the influence of the characters and their, you know, reasoning for living, if that makes sense, and, and how diverse that can truly be. So I, I just wanted to go into that a little bit and just be appreciative and, and show other writers the process is an ongoing thing. And when I tell you this, I, I really actually do mean that shit. And even if you're a creator, you know what I'm saying, or a craftsman, and you're working and mastering whatever it is that you're doing, exceptionally music, exceptionally whatever it is in the creative front, you have to have some reasoning or some influence uh, from where you're going. Or if, if I ask someone, you don't necessarily have to tell me what you're working on, but at least where your imagination has been going. And if you had the opportunity to do something or your dream project, what would that be? And ideally, how would you go about working on it each day? And how would you develop it? How would you, you know, like, what would it look like? Uh, most people, and I find this, you know, in a very innocent fashion, you know, from me as a cosmic, whatever you want to call me, and discovering these things about people, uh, usually don't have that conversation. 
which is fine. But what I see is that when you have a, 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 a questioning or you open up, you know, and ask someone from a very genuine place, uh, they will tell you what it is that they're working on. So that's all. Just some stuff I've been chilling with doing, you know what I'm saying, and what's been on my mind, characters. I call this the pendulum. I'll call it probably something else, uh, some other different things, and I'll go into it a little bit more and explain the characters and their names, uh, a little bit about their backgrounds, but not too much to discover uh, their origins and, and to keep that mysterious air about uh, the story. Um, the fifth book is coming on right along, so I appreciate everyone uh, for all of what they've been saying, all of the feedback. And, uh, yeah, this was just on the streets, so don't worry about that. I got many, many, many different other aspects and places in L.A. where I record at. And uh, if anybody invites me to their podcast, I'm definitely going to be smoking some spliff there. And, um, yeah, open up a window. <laughs> peace, peace, peace. This is V, a.k.a. Running English. Peace.